gentlemen, old school, we're back. Shank Uger, Ben Mankwitz, uh, both from home, obviously, during coronavirus here. Uh, so uh, among the things we'll be discussing today, uh, what do you eat in a quarantine? Obviously, it's old school, so we're going to discuss that. Uh, are people driving slower uh, during coronavirus? Correct answer, yes. But the real mystery is why. We're going to solve that later in the program. Uh, but first, uh, I want to start with the usual two things. For, Of course, Old School brought to you by ShopTYG.com. I've got my Progressives versus Everybody shirt on. Uh, and um, let's be honest, we lost. But still... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had Every, I had well, I had everybody. So yeah, you did well. You you did it right. Uh, I hope uh, you you know if it was it doesn't matter if it was two to one or four to one. Uh, you you laid the right bet. Uh, I would have gone for progressives and I would have gotten wiped out. And guess what? I did. Um, okay, but nonetheless, uh, we go for another another four years, another four years, and then we'll win. Uh, so shoptyt.com. Uh, this apparent uh, collector's item. Uh, and then uh, I want to. First story I want to do is. Um, well, just, let me get just, let me get a couple of nonsense things real quick, if you don't mind. Of course. So I made a cup of coffee twelve minutes ago. You know, as I do before, just about every old school. And there were two mugs in front of me. This uh, uh, handsome uh, Bruce Springsteen uh, mug with the image of Bruce there. I pull it close to my face, so it's in. I don't know. I can't tell what's in. Focus, what's not. Um, and. Uh, and a, a TYT mug, which I stole, and uh, and I picked the Springsteen mug. Like, it's why I'm bad at promotion. Like, I didn't it didn't even occur to me. Like, you're about to go get the. It's a nice mug, the TYT mug. You should get it. Yeah. In fact, hey well, Josie, Josie, can you bring me my TYT mug? Okay. Uh, well. Uh... I showed it in one of the post games, but I'll have to bring it into old school, whether we keep doing it here or when we go back in the studio, if we ever go back in the studio. Uh, I've got my Jenk 2020 mug. Oh, nice. Okay, good, good, good. Speaking of collector's items. <laughs> so I almost wore my Jenk 2020 shirt today, but I thought too soon, too soon. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, all right, uh, you had a second nonsense thing? No, that's it for I me. Mean, yeah, but that's it for now. Here we go. Okay. Wrong side. All right. There we go. <laughs> Finally, there you go. Okay. Mm. Um, you know what? It tastes so, better. <laughs> no, of course it does. Are you kidding me? Shop 2 Everything tastes better and feels better uh, when you uh, when you go there. All right. So uh, just a fun Trump story. Uh, I try to, we all schools, we try to make it not too political. Sometimes we fail. Uh, but I certainly don't want to talk about Biden because then it's going to get depressing. So uh, Trump, uh, the usual press conference, these are his new rallies. He's having fun. Uh, the other day he made a joke about, uh, you know, I was looking at the modeling. The modeling goes like this. Now I don't know that much about this model, but I do know about other models. <laughs> okay, because yeah. that's who he is. I'm not, involved with, uh, I'm not involved with the models. Well, at least not that kind of model. Yeah, and some people thought that was very funny. I mean, it's it's abstractly funny, right? Like if you're just talking to your friends, uh, I would argue that it's it's not funny at all given the current circumstance. And I have a, I generally give a wide berth for attempts at humor. Yeah, I agreed. But this, so now he this time he wasn't trying to be funny. 
Today they asked him about the letter that Captain Crozier uh, wrote uh, that got him uh, basically removed from his command. Uh, ben, first off, uh, please tell me that you saw the greatest video, uh, real life video that's ever happened, as he was quite literally walking the plank. He was walking the plank to the dock, not off the ship, but um, and and on the, the all the men gathered in the ship, which by the way they shouldn't have done social distancing, uh, but on the deck, and they started chanting, Captain Crozier, Captain Crozier, and I don't know if you could tell it in the video. First, he comes off and salutes the guy waiting for him. Then he turns towards the ship and salutes them. And I was like, how is this not already a movie within three days? Cenk, you're a, more than anyone else in America familiar with my firm anti-chanting stance. Yes. Right? I mean, I just uh, – and I, and, I, and I really – I mean, it's like uh, not negotiating with terrorists. Um, uh, ben Mankiewicz does not chant um, and doesn't think anyone else sh should chant. However <laughs> – um, if you were ever going to negotiate with a terrorist, that was it. <laughs> okay. Because people are dense these days and no one's allowed any birth and humor, Ben is not calling <laughs> either yeah. Captain Crozier or Trump terrorists in that case. No. No. So, so yes, uh, that's a, you have to allow that chant. It would be un-American not yeah. to allow that chant. Although right now the right wing on social media is like, no, that guy doesn't know anything. He's a loser. Uh, violated chain of command. Should have been fired. Uh, they didn't do enough to him. Uh, anyway, so today Trump is asked about it, and he offers up voluntarily because that's who he is. No, I didn't read the letter. It was five pages, single spaced. <laughs> he said that. He said that. <laughs> yeah. okay. okay, I did read the letter, despite the fact that it was a f whole five pages. It wasn't actually, it was four and a quarter. Uh, <laughs> despite the fact that it was single spaced. But who, which politician, let alone president, isn't, is not cognizant enough to realize that you should be embarrassed that you are advocating for a decision of, of relieving this guy of command and you didn't bother reading his letter because you thought five single-spaced pages was too onerous for a president to read before making monumental decisions and afterwards justifying monumental decisions, even if you didn't make it. Amazing. Right. I mean, it's... It's bad on that level. I think it wasn't. I mean, I do think that he's never read a, 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 a letter longer than I don't, um, or a letter, and a letter longer than a page, or a letter of capitulation of someone backing out of a lawsuit. Um, but uh, I, I just think he. It didn't matter. He was told you should do this because this guy's letter makes the government look bad, so we're firing him. And so he was like, "All right, great. I don't have to read the letter. I know what it says." By the way, some breaking news, sort of. Um, uh, uh, acting Navy Secretary Modley has apologized to Captain Crozier, whom he removed from the helm of the USS Roosevelt. I do not think Captain Brett Crozier is naive nor stupid. Yeah. So we're recording this on Monday. Uh, so that's why it's uh, breaking news. And, and I should have mentioned what I'm about to mention now. By the way, Ben, obviously someone at your house has coronavirus. It's not a big deal, but... Um, we, oh, can you, are you hearing a lot of noise? No, we're hearing the sneezing. Um, oh, oh, there's so, not. There's no one in the house sneezing. I don't believe, but it's some. Um, hey, guys. 
Can you, uh, uh, is Josie sneezing? Are you sneezing? Oh, yeah. Um, all right, you're right, turns out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, not, a, uh, not a big deal. Not a big deal. A, but the call is coming from inside the house. That's true. All right. That's, uh, <laughs> it's it's time to call, pull a Captain Crozier and leave. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so as, as this happened across the country, it's my wife's uh, uh, seasonal allergies, and everybody's like, sure, sure. Sure, sure, sure. That's right. Oh, That's of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right in the beginning, uh, Jason Carter did one of the last uh, shows in the studio with me, and he has allergies. And he's like, oh, no, everybody's looking at me like I'm a monster. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, so the, the Navy secretary, at, at first, when he was firing Captain Crozier, um, and he's still at the Navy. They just relieved him of command. It's, but it's still devastating, obviously. Um, and if a Democrat doesn't win and reinstate him, it's, uh, you know, fatal for his career, basically. Um, so um, the Navy Secretary originally wrote to, uh, saying, man, uh, this is, pains me to do one of the most difficult decisions of my life. And Captain Crozier is a hero and blah, blah. But, hey, chain of command, you got to do this. And he should have known the letter was going to leak and it was irresponsible, et cetera. Right. Uh, but apparently Trump like that to me said Trump made me do it. Like, I don't really want to do this, uh, but Trump made me do it. Uh, and then to me, that was confirmed uh, when Trump came out and said, it was a terrible letter. It was no good. It was terrible. No, I didn't make the decision. It was someone else. Okay, when he says I didn't make the decision, it's over. He did it. Uh, and he doesn't come out. Like, if he thought Crozier was going to be more popular and he didn't make the decision, he'd throw the Navy secretary under the bus so quick. He, you know, he'd throw him under the nuclear submarine. See how that went. So he must have made the decision. Anyway, that's guessing, but good guess. Uh, so then the Navy secretary at some point starts to get pissed, probably, because now stuff's blowing up on him. He goes and talks to the crew of the ship, and he tells them uh, that what uh, Crozier did was stupid because he should have known that it was going to leak. And then that leaked. Oops. Right. <laughs> And I should have pointed that out better on Monday's show that that like his main charge against Crozier was how dumb are you for letting something leak? And that got leaked, which he should have known. Right. The Navy secretary should know. So uh, I guess this is me saying I am now relieving the Navy secretary of his command. Not a big deal. Look, I know uh, as head of the TYT army, it seems a little weird to be relieving a different part of the armed forces and relieving the Navy slash one that is America's and not TYT's. But still, I think you see my point. So I, I am right. curious, who is the secretary of the uh, TYT Navy? Mm, that's got to be Chris Huck. Because mm. he's, he's served in the actual Navy. He's uh, in of the course. Right. Of, right. Right. And, and Chris Three has rivers. Like, right. No, yeah, it's over. It's over. Right. Um, yeah. uh, so... But Chris, better not write any letters. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying, okay? <laughs> now, by the way, the environment that, that, that it is, people will be like, oh, maybe Jenk does mean that. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, envir the environment for, uh, uh, for normal uh, discourse. I mean, not even normal political discourse, just normal discourse is a little rough. I don't know if you know this, Ben, but I ran for office. And uh, and hmm, I, I sound, know it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't sound right, Jack. Yeah, well, it turns out it wasn't. 
Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm back, and uh, I have. I believe I now have even less rules than I did before. Uh, there's some chance we have entered uh, the famed no holds barred section of our programming uh, slash my life. Now, I talked about this earlier on Old School years ago, that someday I said in the distant future I would uh, enter no holds barred. Not quite, I, still no eye gouging, no kick, you know, no kick in the wrong places. So there's still some rules. But but we're a lot closer to no holds barred. I'm just saying. I am only confident that I have known that it was no holds barred and not no holes barred for like the last two years because I I didn't wrestle nor did I care about uh, uh, professional wrestling. Uh, no one should care about professional wrestling ever. Um, uh, and you have a wrestling background. Um, so, but what percentage of Americans? if there were a vote, would say holds over holes? H-O-L-D-S, uh, which is correct, over H-O-L-E-S. That's right, yeah. Uh, I would, I don't know, I mean, I 80%, 85 88%? 44%. Nobody knows what holds are. Nobody knows anything about wrestling. It doesn't sound right until you, until you think about it, but nobody thinks about it like that. I mean, now that we know what's going on in the thought process of many Americans, I think no holes barred would win. Yeah, uh, so Ben, uh, now that we have entered the no holes barred uh, portion of our programming, I will say yeah. that I'm pretty sure no holes barred sounds too dirty for folks to just willy nilly say it in public. I'm thinking that no one ever thinks about the etymology of the phrase, they just say it. So <laughs> I would like an old school poll where we bind people to answer truthfully. Like, what did you think it was? Be serious and tell the truth. And I think we'll get a real sense of okay. where we are as a country. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to put no holes barred on a poll because uh, right. we're apparently not that deep into no holds barred. You're not willing to commit that much to no... Uh, yeah. I got you. Okay, but we are going to settle this uh, in the fair way that uh, folks are accustomed to in old school. I can see Asher, our producer. Uh, you guys can't, but I can see her. So Asher, one is no holds barred. Two is no holes barred. Uh, and you will be the sole vote. And obviously you're going to vote honestly because uh, no one cares. Uh, and that's what we do at TYT. Uh, and your vote will decide everything. So what did you think it was? No holds barred. Sorry, Ben. Eighty-eight percent of Americans uh, believe it's no holds barred. There's no way it's there's no way it's eighty-eight. I mean, I'll give you fifty-six, but there's no way it's eighty-eight. <laughs> no, because Ben, I don't. Maybe my perspective is skewed too. And uh, but like, it's not that people wrestle; it's that people watch wrestling, like or UFC or any of those things. If you watch any of these those for like longer than six minutes you know no holds barred. I mean, in, in wrestling, that's not a real, in real wrestling, that's not a real thing, right? Right, but it's, but a, it, it's a thing in professional is, wrestling. I got it, but this doesn't, the phrase existed, I presume, longer than professional wrestling. It's not like a phrase that showed up in 1982. I, a, I have no idea. Obviously, uh, no idea. That, 
yeah. neither do I. Yeah. E, that will not that will not prevent me from talking about it further. Uh, C. <laughs> Uh, my main recollection of No Holds Barred is not from my wrestling days, but from watching uh, WWF back in the day, where they'd be like, oh, no, it's a No Holds Barred event. They're going to go crazy. That kind of thing. Like, no coach comes into a high school wrestling practice and goes, guys, today, No Holds Barred. Do whatever you like. So here we go. Obviously, I, I, I looked it up. Uh, and and Grammarist.com. No uh, holds barred uh, means that no regulations, rules, or restrictions will be applied to a situation or conflict, a contest or dispute that is designed no holds barred is a contest. We know all that. Um, uh, eventually, uh, let's see, it's a, a free-for-all. Again, from wrestling, uh, uh, from the sport of wrestling, various holds are employed to pin one's opponent. Eventually, certain holds were deemed dangerous to the participants. We know all this. Here we go. Um Bouts in which wrestlers did not follow the rules of regulated sport of wrestling were advertised as no holds barred, the earliest print reference found in Manitoba in 1892. Oh, right. That's what I was thinking. Manitoba. <laughs> Tip of Manitoba. my... Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I feel like I have so much more to say about wrestling. Um <laughs> The, a, a common word for uh, synonym for wrestler is grappler, um, mm -hmm. and I've always, I'm always common. amused that yeah. there's, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Fair yeah. point. Um, but I'm always amused that there has to be a second word, and I think it's mainly because novelists uh, get bored and they don't want to write wrestler over and over again. At some point, somewhere in Manitoba, some writer goes. I'm going to call it grappler. I just need a second word. I'm dying here. I can't write wrestler 87 times in a row. I'll go with um, gripping, grap grappler. That's it. And that's how it comes about. I'm not a gifted writer, but I'm a, I'm okay. I can write uh, complete thoughts that tell a story. And, and I, uh, and I occasionally read criticism of other people's writing from very smart people and they'll say, ah, I was good. It just looked like he was just sitting there using a thesaurus. And I think, yeah, that's what we all do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, no, I never use the thesaurus when writing. I use it all the time. Uh, and not, it makes you think differently, you know. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I, my dad used to say, and I don't know whether it's certainly mostly true, is that, you know, frequently there's five or six words that mean one thing five or six words that can mean one thing in English. And one of the great easy ways why it's easier to learn Spanish is like, you know, they don't couch sofa wrestler grappler it up. Like they have a couch period. That's what they call it. Right. Yeah. Love seat couch. If it loves you to love seat is it's a smaller couch. Uh, <laughs> and there's a, there's a brilliance to that. And of course they're, Spanish language writers are they're brilliant and they're not sitting there using the thesaurus because it's useless because they can only use one word for it. I already now love Spanish twice as much as I did before. Right. Uh, I don't know that I loved Spanish before, but it's now on the board uh, for me loving it. Um, Turkish is even simpler. Like there's there's barely any words in Turkish. There's like 25 words and 14 of them are curses. Uh, and right. then everything and else the, is borrowed. Right. The other one is war. Yeah, no, but there's like, yeah, 14 are curses, seven of them mean war, and the <laughs> other four are like, 
air, sky, and water, and kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, all right. Um, this last thing on wrestling, obviously. Uh, now that we're on the topic, one of my favorite stories is I went to Graceland, uh, as any good American should. And it's the last two things are uh, you see are awesome. Uh, at the end, you get into it was like this little blue room that he had where he had a little TVs buried in the walls. Uh, and uh, and so it was like an old school version of a thing that you might see now with all these different monitors. But they bothered to dig out the walls, put like those old school thick TVs in the walls, but there's smaller versions, et cetera. So you could watch the three channels that existed at, the, at that time, but there was like five or six TVs gratuitously in the wall. So that was an awesome room from the 1970s sure. that I loved. And then the last thing we saw was a, a video of Elvis talking. And he said, I like a wrestle. It's a manly sport. I like manly sports like wrestling. <laughs> and I was like, in a weird way, you just made it less manly. <laughs> uh, I, I, I never my my uh, hostility toward wrestling crosses all types of wrestling. I don't like I, 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 I resent the state of Iowa for its college wrestling prowess. Uh, I hate professional wrestling. Uh, two of my closest friends are big professional wrestling fans. One of them I'm speaking to right now. Um, and it is. <laughs> among the things I dislike about you most. <laughs> I think that's fair. All right, look, we're doing old school in a little bit different way now that we're back. Uh, we've uh, got smaller episodes here. Members see the whole thing, tyt.com slash join. Sorry if I tease some stories you didn't see in this old school. Don't worry, you'll see it in the next old school. So God bless, go forward for the folks uh, uh, whose episode just ended. Yeah,